Hi, I'm Christina Irene, and this is Forget Them Not, an investigative podcast giving voice to the missing and murdered. When I first decided to do this podcast, I didn't set out with the intention to necessarily solve anything or uncover something that someone else had missed. It's just, I've always been drawn to true crime and have a knack for compiling information and sharing stories. But also, loss saddens me and injustice infuriates me. I knew that I wanted to pursue something that meant something, and not just to me, but to my community, to those that have been wronged and live in the reality of social and economic injustice firsthand on a daily basis. My intention was, and is, to draw light back to the shadows where cherished lives once stood, to say their names and share their stories, reminding the world of who they were, to honor a life worthy of being remembered, worthy of justice. And if all that helps the authorities get one step closer to finding the perpetrator or perpetrators and bringing them to justice, even better. Though I've labeled this an investigative podcast, I want to make it clear. I'm not an investigator, a detective, or a police officer. I'm merely a storyteller one that knows what it's like to be forgotten, one that knows what it's like to ache for the ones the rest of the world's forgotten. But unlike some of them, my voice hasn't been violently taken away from me. In this podcast, it's not about me. It's about them. I'm just here to pass the mic. Forget them not. Season 1. When I started this process, I knew what I was looking for. I wanted to find a story of a case that spoke to me, a cold one that needed to be set ablaze. I looked and looked and looked, and then one did. She reached out and grabbed me. And then so did another, and another, and another, forcing me to look closer and dig deeper. And pretty soon, I couldn't look away. And that was that. I had found my first story. Rather, they found me. I learned their name and each of their stories. I could see them, and this may sound really strange, but I felt them. I felt them with me, helping me navigate through all this. I still do, and who knows, maybe I always will. And even if only the tiniest fraction, in some way I felt their pain and that of their families, their loved ones.
You know, they never accepted the label of cold case. They're the ones that never let the flames go out. And that's why I'm here now, sharing all of this because they refused to give up. So here I am, hoping to serve, if anything, as a reflector of those flames, to hold space and pass the mic to those that can be their voice. And these stories, yes, they've been told on more than one occasion, but they're worth sharing again and again and again and a million times over until the hands that tried to quench their lights have come face to face with the justice they so rightly deserve. Until their humanity has been fully given back to them. Let me take you there. Cleveland, Ohio. The corridor of East 93rd. Nine years, four cases. All unsolved. All cold. Connected? Maybe. Maybe not. And now, I want you to meet them. Jamila Hassan. She was 37 when she was murdered. She was just a very lively person. She was very loving. She was crazy about her nieces. You know, there was nothing she wouldn't do for them or her son. She loved cooking. She could just come in the kitchen and just create a meal out of, you know, no planning, no nothing. And it would be wonderful. It was just, you know, like a spur-of-the-moment thing. She loved dancing and singing. Her and her sister used to sing together. And she was just very outgoing. She loved to do hair. She was always creating her own hairstyles. And, you know, we couldn't believe sometimes the way that she would do her hair. You know, we were like, how could you put all those little skinny braids in your own head? (laughs) You know, and it would look professional. Yeah, and her oldest niece right now, she has her own business doing hair. She's a cosmetologist, and she's just really blowing up, you know, and she dedicates that to her aunt, you know, that it was something that was instilled in her. That's beautiful. Yeah. Just, you know, how she would just pop up, and first thing she would do is head to the kitchen, you know, and... She would, like, oh, let me massage your feet. Let me do your nails. Let me do your hair. You know, she was, on her good days, she just wanted to be with family. You know, she had lots of friends, and she had some enemies also. She was a person. She's not just a file on somebody's death. Well, my sister, she was a strong, resilient person. She was fun and loving. She was a good person. She loved her family. She loved her nieces and she loved her son. She loved her mom and her sisters. When we were younger, we used to hang out and party together and have lots of fun. 
but growing up, we had conflict because I guess of our zodiacs, sun rising and sun falling. Mm -hmm. But hers, mine was in Scorpio. I'm a Taurus, and hers was in Taurus. So we kind of bumped heads a lot when we were younger. But as we got older, we got closer, and we still were bump heads like normal sisters, you know. But she loved children. Yeah, she loved children. Jasmine Trotter. She was 20. Jasmine was the twin. She was the youngest out of two. They were best friends, but she has an older brother. And we moved here when they were like four or five. This was the first time I was able to bring them to the lake and we went swimming. And she she didn't really like it because she almost drowned, but we had a <laughs> She found one of them dips in there. I was right there with her, but she was mad because she didn't know the dip was there, but we had fun in there. We used to live on Mackinac Island up in Michigan, and she used to love the horses and just love that whole scenery there. They all did. All we was a close-knit family. If I wasn't calling them, they was calling me. We still to this day call each other. She had the most widest, special smile. She was like a hippie. That was basically what she was. She was a, a modern day hippie. She liked to have fun and she she believed that we all should love each other and, and not argue so much or fuss and fight. She wanted to be a chef. She made chocolate chip and peanut butter pancakes. And she just tried different recipes. If she seen it, she would try. Well, she loved the Beatles, and she loved Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. She just liked all type of music. Jazz was an adventurous kid. She, once she got something to her mind, she was going to try it, and she was going to do it. And she was very independent, because, like I say, once she got something in her head, she, she was going to do it. Jazz was intelligent, kind-hearted, caring, loving. Well, she wanted a son, and she had her son, and that's all that mattered. She didn't want any more kids. (laughs) She loved her son, and she put her all. That's why she, that's when she was on her way to work, so she could help take care of him, so she could take care of him. So when this happened, she was finally coming into her own. She was supposed to turn 21 in May, and they had big plans to have a party and everything. When it happened, she was also uh, had another niece on the way. Have you been in contact with any of the detectives recently, or what did that look like as far as being in communication with them through from the beginning there to now? no communication. The last time I talked to them, to be honest with you, totally honest, it's been almost two years. It's been almost two years, and... And that was me going to them. We ain't heard nothing else. Nobody has called. Nobody has done nothing. And when I do call, they just come talking about, we ain't got no new information. And that's all they say. This has been a long time and no one's calling and saying nothing. Because of the community in the area. And they think she was just another young black girl and, and, and they just don't care. Christine. Malone. 
Now, the person, she was very sweet, kind-hearted, helped anybody. She, you know, was very friendly. Her as a mom, sweet as pie. She was always there. She always came around, kept the grandkids. She loved them to death. She was just a real happy person. You know, she was just trying to make it. She loved chocolate cake. Her favorite artist was Charlie Wilson. She loved Charlie Wilson. That was her boy. She loved the dad. Yeah, she was just a great person. She just, you know, never did anything evil or bad to anyone. She wouldn't hurt anyone. I didn't see her pick up people off the street to help them when they was hurt. So she was a real sweet person. And she deserves justice, and so do all of you. Yes, everyone does, especially in this case where, you know, she was forgotten. It's like they, they forgot her. Because we never said we never stopped the fight. We know she was a person to us and she meant the world to us. So we never wanted to stop looking and get justice for her because she deserved it. It was just as, you know, you black and you killed in a certain area and then you have a record or a history. It's basically deserved to die. That's what it seemed like it boiled down to me. You and the, you're African American, you you got a record and so we feel like we're not gonna look for your killer. This is where you're supposed to die. Supposed to have been out looking for her killer. So why the hell the streets wasn't being combed? You know, they should have been going through there back and forth, keeping patrol up high. But they didn't do that. It was dead down there. It was nobody. It was empty. It was quiet. It was silent. It was dark. Ashley Lashesky. Ashley was a beautiful daughter, a beautiful mother. She was a good person. She'd make you laugh if you was down and out. She would make you laugh every day. She was just goofy and she was outgoing. She didn't kick it with anybody. She just was a good person, good-hearted person. She'd do anything for anybody. What's a favorite memory that you have of Ashley? Favorite memory is a song that's called Rose on, on Our Backs with the chicken chicken that I like to eat because I'm fat. That was Ashley's favorite song. And when she would play, she'd be sitting there eating chicken. She would. We would, and then her oldest daughter, and she'd run around the house and say, yeah, rolls on my back, because I I like chicken, chicken. <laughs> she would, we would laugh so hard. I'm like, Ashley, are you serious? She goes, yeah, mom, I'm dead serious. I said, okay. We laughed, it was great, it was. Ashley was just a person that loved food. Every time you look at her, she'd be eating. I said, I don't even have to eat, Ash. All I got to do is watch you eat. And I'll get full just watching you. She sounds like an amazing person. Yeah, she was. She was really, she was amazing. She really was. She'd do anything for anybody. All she wanted in life was to have children and have a nice family. And all that was taken from her when she got murdered. And it's not fair that there's no justice for the family, for her children. I just wish that we just get justice for her and get justice for the other ladies that was murdered too, because it's not fair to no family at all. It's not just Ashley, it's all these women. And it's ridiculous. Where is the justice for everybody? Where's the justice at? Nowhere. It's like they don't care. That's how I feel, like they don't give a shit. 
it's not like you really move on it's like you just learn how to live your life you know dealing with it and stuff and still having that hope and praying for justice for her and for her children because they deserve that you know they're getting older and they're gonna get at that age where they're gonna question a lot of things about where's my mom what happened to my mom and it's just it's really unfair to her kids more than anybody else in this world because she was an absolute wonderful mother like her dream was to just be a mom like you know people I would ask her what do you want to be when you grow up and she was like a mom like she was just loving caring she was very selfless she was very confident in herself she was smart kind she had that free spirit she was loving so kind full of life and she was a happy person she'd always make you laugh put a smile on your face always thinking of others very generous like she had a generous heart and she loved kids like she loved her kids she loved all of our kids she was wonderful when it came to children I just, I mean, I would just hope for people to see her as a person and care that enough that, you know, her life was taken away from her and a part of her kids' lives was taken away from them because their mother was all that they had. And I would love to have someone helping us with this case to keep her out there in the spotlight. And just in case, like, anything can happen, someone can, you know, you're like, you know what, I remember when that happened or I saw something and they reach out to the police and we can get some sort of lead on her case and hopefully for the other ladies too. The profile is just like thrown away to the side with dust on it, like, like if she doesn't matter. And now, let me say it louder for the people in the back. The ones that are lurking in the shadows, wrestling with what they've done. The ones that are ill-equipped and overburdened with their caseloads as a result of a broken system in desperate need of reform. Guess what? Tick-tock, tick-tock, time's up. And I appreciate your interest because, you know, when I got your invite it it just came at the right time because that particular day I was sitting and I was thinking you know I need to do something I need to you know keep this going and then poof you appeared (laughs) that's amazing yeah it was and uh, me and my daughter got excited about it you know just knowing somebody else is looking at this yeah so you know they haven't been forgotten Jamila Hassan, Jasmine Trotter, Christine Malone, Ashley Lasheski. Here we go. Let's set this trail ablaze. What's that saying? Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Thanks for listening. Forget Them Not is written, produced, and hosted by Christina Irene. Managed and edited by Alexi Cordoposi Media Management. Music by Dreaming of Versailles, Reve, and Jay Urban.
check out Christina's other podcast, Chronically Alive and Thriving. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Forget Them Not and Twitter at Forget Them Not underscore. If you have questions or information about these cases, call and leave us a message at 216-302-7873. Thanks for checking out Forget Them Not. Episodes drop every Wednesday. Please make sure you're subscribed to the show on whatever podcast platform you listen on. If you like what you hear, give us a review on Apple Podcasts and a shout out on social media using hashtag forget them not. Thanks for the support.